It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Washington football team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. This is the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Good to have you with us. I'm Chris Russell flying solo tonight. David Harrison is out sick. Hopefully he will be back with us for the next episode. We hope he's feeling better. Good to have you with us. You can follow David at dharrison82 on Twitter as well. You can listen to him also on the Locked On Bucks podcast with James Yarko and Bucks Nation. Dot com covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, of course, here with us on the Locked on Washington football team podcast. I'm Chris Russell. And you can follow me at WrestleMania621. Uh, as well, you can listen to me Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 Eastern Time, live with Pete Medhurst on the Team 980, the Washington football team flagship radio station in the Washington, D.C. area. Plus, you can listen outside of the area on the Radio.com app. And you can check out my written coverage uh, at Washington Football on SI.com. As always, we welcome you in listeners, both old and hopefully new. And we hope that you subscribe, rate, review, let somebody know that we're here and we're here every day giving you the best content we possibly can give you. I think we have a Nice surprise coming up for you uh, late this week. Uh, I don't want to jinx it until we officially 100% lock it in, uh, but it's going to be good for the podcast and it's going to be good for you guys uh, to listen, especially as we approach free agency. So I wanted to open up with this. Alex Smith hasn't been officially released as of late, late Tuesday night. It could come by the time you're listening to this, quite honestly. I don't know when the team is going to release the official word, uh, but it's expected any moment. So quite honestly, it could have already happened by the time you were listening to this. But as of late Tuesday night, he has not been officially released. He will be, uh, provided some sort of weird circumstance that changes something that nobody is seeing. And, uh, uh, and, and, and listen, I mean, these things are never 100% official until they're 100% official. But um, I wanted to do this. I wanted to look back on Alex's tenure here and talk about some of the good things besides the comeback. I mean, everybody understands the injury is going to be what defines the Alex Smith era here in Washington. Uh, but I think it's really interesting when you look back at Alex as a starter, 11-5 and five the team was with him as a starting quarterback. Of course, they won the NFC East. He never played one full complete year. We know he was injured in 2018. Um when they were six and three and of course did not play until what week five of this year and did not start until uh, week nine of this year or week 10 or whatever it was. Uh, And then we know he missed games down the stretch and the playoff game. So basically in the three years that Alex Smith was with the Washington football team, he played exactly one 
of those three years, 11-5 and five as a starter, and again, NFC East Division champions. So that will be how we remember everything. The comeback, the injury, the brutality, the collapse after that, the quarterback carousel um, that has ensued since and including Alex's return, all of that. I mentioned this on the radio on Tuesday. I think Alex provided some good moments and listen, I, I didn't expect them to win in 2018, the first game of the year in Phoenix against the Cardinals, and they won, and they won pretty easily. That was with Adrian Peterson in his first game. Uh, that was Alex, his first game. I didn't think Alex had had enough work in Jay Gruden's system, and yet he was able to find Jordan Reed and Chris Thompson, two guys that are also no longer here, uh, two guys that were always injured, uh, and... Adrian Peterson had a a long screen catch, uh, and Alex converted a couple of key fourth down quarterback sneaks that extended drives leading to touchdowns. That was a big, big, big win. Now, they kind of ruined it by the next week showing up at home, FedEx Field, against a bad, at that point, Indianapolis Colts team who had just lost Andrew Luck and losing week two. Okay, then they bounce back and they beat the Green Bay Packers. Same place. Dominant first half. Alex has a big throw, so on and so forth. The rest of the season certainly was good for Alex, not good for the Washington football team. They finished, um, I guess it was uh, seven and nine. Uh, yeah, seven and nine. Um, but certainly there were some good moments at the start of Alex Smith's reign. The other thing that you'll have to remember, again, excluding the injury and the comeback, week 17 in Philadelphia to clinch the NFC East. Listen, it was far from a vintage performance, but the first drive of the game, they had not scored any points at all in 16 games or in 15 games prior to. This was game number 16. They were about to become the only team never to score a single point on an opening drive, and Alex took them, I think it was 92 yards, 91 yards, whatever it was, bing, bang, boom, right down the field, had a big completion across the middle to Logan Thomas. Uh, had a big completion uh, to J.D. McKissick, uh, Terry McLaurin, and then Terry McLaurin finishes off the drive with a touchdown in the back corner of the end zone. And remember, there was a lot of question whether he was going to be able to play. And certainly there was question whether Alex was going to be able to play. The problem was, is after that first drive, Alex kind of struggled. Some pass rush issues, some third down conversion issues. They couldn't run as usual. Uh, And then he got it going again. Late in the first half, after a good punt return, and then finished off that scoring drive with an absolute climb-the-ladder seed to Logan Thomas. And again, they do not win the division. They do not win the NFC East without Alex Smith in that game. And certainly, you can argue, in wins against the Bengals, the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day, the Steelers on that Monday early evening game, what have you. Uh, you know, they just don't win those games. I, I don't think. I don't... I don't believe they do without the poise of Alex Smith. That's not to say he didn't make mistakes. Of course he made mistakes. And that, I think, is as much a part of it. It's the salary cap number. It's the limited mobility. And it's the mistakes. I mean, if if you're going to have a manage-the-game quarterback can't make as many mistakes as Alex made this year, That's I mean, it's all part of it. So the bottom line is this. Um, we can remember Alex Smith for being a bad trade. We can remember Alex Smith for... Uh, the big contract that they couldn't get out of. We can remember Alex for the amazing and inspirational comeback. And and that's 
obviously what he should be remembered for. But outside of that, there were moments, there were football moments that were pretty cool and that were important at the time and in hindsight, especially week 17 in Philadelphia. It wasn't pretty, but it was effective, effective enough. All right, this is the Locked on Washington football team podcast. Again, David hopefully will be back on the next episode. He's a little under the weather, so we wish him the very best. But let's hear from him. Guys, before we move on in today's episode, I need to talk to you about our partners at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Major League Baseball is right around the corner. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds you need. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Just use your computer or your mobile device. Go to BetOnline.ag, sign up today. Use the promo code LOCKEDON when you do, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you sign up at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Washington football team podcast, and today on the Locked On Today podcast, that's right, two top teams in the NBA's Western Conference battling it out before the All-Star break. Will the Suns and the Lakers meet again in the Western Conference Finals? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so D'Angelo Hall, who, of course, you know, I got to cover for a long time here in Washington and is the analyst for the Washington football team radio network. I I haven't gotten a chance to talk to D'Angelo. I'm not sure, you know, uh, why we haven't been able to hook up, but we always had a good relationship. So I'm hoping to get him uh, here on the podcast uh, as soon as we can. Uh, But I just haven't seen him, uh, which is part of the problem. And, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, Things happen and communication gets tougher. Anyway, he wrote uh, uh, on NFL.com about 10 defensive backs worth pursuing via free agency or in the 2021 NFL draft or via trade. It's a kind of a weird, long uh, headline. But number one on that list is Stephon Gilmore of the New England Patriots. Now, you would have to trade for him. And Gilmore going into the final year of his deal, which would pay him $16 million, uh, or actually accounts $16 million plus against the cap, the Washington football team would not have to pay all that, but in likely, they would have to give him a contract extension. So, uh, you know, you have to pay the compensation, and then you would also have to pay, uh, in all likelihood, a contract extension, which would be a probably top-of-the-market figure. Now, again, remember, this is not just cornerbacks. This is defensive backs. Justin Simmons is a guy that we talked about uh, here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. We don't think he's going to get free. We think he's going to at least be a franchise tag a choice of the Denver Broncos. So I don't want to spend a whole lot of money on 
that particular situation. Patrick Peterson is an interesting example of a guy who I don't know exactly what he has left. He struggled a little bit last uh, year. There's been some friction there. Uh, Do I think he can still be a number one? Yes, sure. Uh, Do I think he's still elite? I, I don't know. Uh, and I don't think so. Uh, and as D'Angelo Hall points out, he probably is not best to play man every down. Uh, certainly could play zone, which would help him, and especially uh, is what they do here in Washington, a primary zone uh, defense where uh, Patrick Peterson could kind of jump balls and all that stuff and read coverage and lock in on the eyes of the quarterback. Uh, John Johnson, a free safety with the Los Angeles Rams, is D'Angelo's number four uh, defensive back. Again, uh, I, I don't. I, I don't think this is a guy. If he becomes available and the price is right, certainly uh, because Washington needs a free safety. The problem is, is you know how great is he? How really good is he when you have Aaron Donald? And Jalen Ramsey on your defense, right? I mean, that's what you just don't know. That's what you just don't know. But he's 25, right? He's going to want a lot of big money. Uh, That's a problem, right? Can't give a ton of money. Same thing for uh, Anthony Harris, who's number five on D'Angelo's list. Anthony Harris is a guy, again, we've put under the free agent focus here uh, through PFF and with David and myself. And outstanding player. Six interceptions in 2019. Didn't have one interception last year. And that defense struggled a lot, right? But now he's ready to hit the market, and they let go of Kyle Rudolph on, on Tuesday. You know, I don't I don't know if they're going to be able to pay Anthony Harris, but they probably should. But I don't think Washington is going to be able to afford him. Uh, Troy Hill, and by the way, Anthony Harris is a free agent. Uh, Troy Hill... Another free agent corner is number six on D'Angelo's list and a nickel corner, right? So this is an area of concern for the Washington football team, right? Because you have Kendall Fuller, but they mostly played him outside. You have Jimmy Moreland, but, uh, you know, Jimmy Moreland to me is, 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 is a good part of the puzzle, but I don't want him to be an every down nickel slot corner. I I don't know if he's, I I don't know if I want to count on him for that. Let's put it that way. Um, But Hill, 55 catches and one touchdown against on 83 targets, uh, 10 passes defended and three interceptions um, and a 74-9 passer rating target. D'Angelo has been doing some homework according to Next Gen Stats. So, um, you know, this could be a guy that nobody knows about, free agent, that you might want to keep an eye on because I think Washington is looking for help inside the slot. And, of course, it'll depend on what happens with Darby, meaning if they lose Darby, then their more priority need is outside because Fabian Moreau is also a free agent. I don't think Fabian Moreau is coming back, but I could be wrong uh, on that. Jason Verrett, number seven uh, on the list. He's also a free agent corner. You know, he basically has been, you know, started with San Diego, had a lot of injuries, finished up with the 49ers, uh, played pretty well last year, a couple of picks in 13 games, still 29 years old. Uh, you just can't give him a lot of money. Good player. Just can't give him a lot of money. Just can't. Caleb Farley, of course, D. Hall would slip in a hokey. Uh, he the hokey. 
Uh, and Farley, of course, opted out. He, I think he was the first player to opt out in 2020 nationally, I believe. And he is widely considered the top cornerback in the draft class. Uh, now, I don't know if he's Jeff Akuda in terms of reputation, but hopefully he's better than Jeff Akuda was in his rookie year. 6'2", 207 pounds. I mean, he's a little bit raw, so he's going to take some time. But Caleb Farley could be uh, certainly a, a an interesting fit. And if he's there at 19, I think you have to, if you're the Washington football team, strongly consider uh, him. Now, is he better than Patrick Sertain II? I mean, in D'Angelo's opinion, yes. Has good size, obviously good bloodlines from his dad. Uh, you know he's played some big-time football uh, at Alabama. But is he an elite burner? Uh, no. No. I mean, is he physical? Is he smart? Could he eventually play safety? Absolutely. Uh, but he's probably going to need a good 40 to be in a top 15 pick. And then Richard Sherman. Number 10 on D Hall's list. And that leads us in to a different part of the Locked On Washington football team podcast. Richard Sherman will be 33. We know he's smart, five time pro bowler. He's not a man to man guy. Cover three, zone, everything that they do here. You know, as D Hall points out, perfect fit, obviously, in, in Robert Sala's defense. Now with the New York Jets head coach, Dan Quinn down in Dallas. That could be interesting. But also, I think he's a good fit here. I'm surprised he hauled it and put him and list him here. I think he is. If Ronald Darby doesn't come back, I think you could be looking at Richard Sherman. Veteran presence. You know he's smart. You know he's going to be a good guy in the uh, locker room. All that stuff. I mean, obviously a lot of injuries, and that would be what you have to be concerned with, especially at the end of thirty, uh, at the age of 33. But uh, that is a thing. All right. I wanted to pass along this to you because this is, uh, I don't want to say important, but it's connected, right? In the course of the research for the show, I stumbled across uh, a, a Washington football team fan on Twitter, and I don't have the name, I apologize, uh, posted uh, some odds that uh, he found, uh, but they could be from Bet Online. I'm not sure. I wasn't able to actually locate who they were from, but I did verify that these odds are out there, at least via Google search. And Richard Sherman and the Washington football team are connected. And as a matter of fact, the Washington football team is at plus 120, the best odds on the board, tied with Sherman's former team, the Seattle Seahawks, at plus 120. The Las Vegas Raiders at plus 700. Uh, And the New York Jets, who we just mentioned with Robert Sala, plus 700. And the Miami Dolphins at plus 700. So not a lot of variety. I love when odds makers uh, do this. Plus 700 across the board for four teams. Please, can we get a little more creative? Uh, He missed 11 games last year. I know Richard Sherman doesn't have a whole lot left. So maybe it's, you know, one year deal, whatever. But as it's been pointed out in 2019, regular season and the playoffs, remember they went to the Super Bowl, Sherman allowed... 373 receiving yards and just one touchdown. So, I mean, you know it's there. You know he's smart. It's just a matter of whether he can stay on the field. And, you know, I just don't know if he's going to be able to. Uh, And that is the risk. That is certainly the risk. So, again, I think Richard Sherman would be a good fit. I don't know if he's going to be here. Coming up, 
on our final segment together of the Locked On Washington football team podcast uh, with me, Chris Russell. Again, David Harrison is out sick. Hopefully he'll be back on the next episode. We'll have our free agent focus. And one of the guys that we were planning on talking about before all this came out was Richard Sherman. So we'll touch more on him as well. Ryan Fitzpatrick and Leonard Williams as we try and go through pro football focuses top free agent rankings list and find out whether they are a fit for the Washington football team. That is straight ahead right here on LOWFT. What's up, guys? I'm Chris Russell for Built Bar. That's right. Built Bar is awesome. Built Bar is built even better than you could possibly imagine. Six new flavors. Uh, They're really not new anymore because they've been around. We've been telling you for months they're so good. Uh, I had one of the 12 original flavors on Tuesday. I was uh, running around doing some errands and getting some things done, and I got hungry, and I had a mint brownie. I found it in the back of my backseat in case I needed it. It was there for me. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, and they're healthy. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, great for any kind of diet, especially the keto diet. And right now, when you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code now, listen, Locked on 20, locked on 20. You must use the promo code locked on 20 as in 2O. You'll get 20% off your next order. Again, that's promo code. It's new locked on 20 for 20% off at builtbar.com. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, this is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Again, David is out. Uh, hope he's feeling better. Hopefully he'll be back with us for the next episode. So we'll wrap it up with our free agent focus. We've been trying to uh, go through the list and being that, uh, again, David is out and uh, being that we just talked about Richard Sherman a whole bunch, I don't think we're going to spend a whole lot of time on him other than to say, listen, if Ronald Darby does not come back, if Ronald Darby does not come back to the Washington football team, I think you very strongly have to look at Richard Sherman, right? Uh, again, it's an injury risk. So is Darby. You know, maybe you can get Sherman on a one-year deal, you know, for eight, nine million dollars, something like that. Maybe you can do that. If you can, you know, then I would go with that risk. I mean, Darby played over a thousand snaps last year, and he was a big-time injury concern. You just never know how the human body is going to hold up. And we know this: Richard Sherman would be a good fit here. We also know this: that Richard Sherman is really smart and uh, a good leader, and 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 charismatic, and and he would move the needle a little bit. Quite honestly, he would move the needle quite a bit. Uh, the other. Part of the free agent focus is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, so we, David and I, have discussed Ryan Fitzpatrick. I, I think it's certainly a possibility, even at 38. Uh, I like Ryan Fitzpatrick more than I like Tyrod Taylor. I like Ryan Fitzpatrick more than I like Marcus Mariota. I mean, all these Marcus Mariota people, uh, great. Marcus Mariota, Marcus Mariota, sure. I, I understand he didn't have the world of, of talent. He had a, a bunch of drops. Uh, in Tennessee, listen, there were problems, too, with Marcus Mariota. And nobody in the NFL, by the way, thought that Marcus Mariota last year was a starting quarterback. 
uh, or, or nobody was willing to give him that opportunity, right? Because he went to a team with an established starter in Derek Carr. Now, maybe he's better having learned under uh, John Groot. Uh, I'm certainly willing to take a look if the contract is not prohibitive, which right now it is. Uh, but otherwise, you could just go with Ryan Fitzpatrick again. He can run around. He can extend some plays. You know he's had a turnover issue in the past. He was better at that last year. Uh, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing with a little chip on his shoulder, wanting to prove uh, Brian Flores and the Miami Dolphins wrong. Um, I know Woody Page over the weekend reported that Fitzpatrick had already been in discussions with the Denver Broncos. That's the dumbest thing I've heard uh, because legally they're not allowed to. Now, uh, illegally, if you're doing that, you're pretty stupid if you're the Denver Broncos and Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, and his agent. Because if they prove it, and if they can prove it, you're going to be in a lot of trouble uh, because that's against the rules. I would absolutely say Fitzy is a guy that I would be interested in as a bridge quarterback instead of sacrificing the whole, you know, the whole ranch for Derek Carr, uh, Sam Darnold, or, or somebody like that, right? Uh, again, every situation is different because of price and compensation. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is somebody that I wouldn't be mad at. The last player on the list is, or at least for today, is Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams of the New York Football Giants. And I try and not say that, yet I just did. Uh, but he's from the New York Giants, used to be with the New York Jets. They stupidly gave him away. Leonard Williams is a guy who... Uh, I remember when the Giants traded for him in the middle of a lost year, everyone killed Dave Gettleman. Everyone was wrong. I said it at the time. Uh, Why not? They traded like a mid-round draft pick for a guy that they wanted to take a look at and see if he fit in their scheme, and he did. Then they gave him the franchise tag, and everybody called Dave Gettleman stupid, and Dave Gettleman was right. Remember, Dave Gettleman is not stupid. You may not agree with what he says, Dave Gettleman is not stupid. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Now, Williams can stop the run. You know, he's a good run defender. According to PFF, he's been over 70 in all six of his years. You see him in person, he still wreaks a lot of havoc getting after the uh, quarterback and blowing plays up. The Washington football team had some issues with him. Now, he did have 13 sacks this year. I don't think that's Leonard Williams. Uh, He's been inconsistent before that. I don't think you should expect that. But I also think that Leonard Williams is probably a better fit in a 3-4 edge as opposed to 4-3. Uh, and to me, I would say that the Washington football team would probably be better off not not signing Leonard Williams and letting someone else potentially make that mistake. Um, A, I don't see it as an exact scheme fit for where Williams seemed to have the most success. And B, I mean, they need help at linebacker and potentially at corner and at free safety. That's where they should be spending their money. Not on edge rushers. You know, if Ryan Kerrigan leaves as expected, uh, and Ryan Anderson as well, they're going to have to figure out a rotational edge rusher. So certainly you could see that. I get it. Um, maybe I, that would be somebody in the draft for me, uh, not necessarily free agency, but you get the point. So Leonard Williams, I don't think is a great fit here, even though he's coming off of a career year, 13 sacks, and he was kind of a pain in the butt 
to the Washington football team and others. All right, so hopefully David will be back on the next episode. Uh, as always, if you want to get a hold of the show, you can do so at LockWFTPod on Twitter. Just make sure you tag David Harrison at DHarrison82 and me at WrestleMania621 so that we see it better. Uh, we have Free Agent Friday coming up. Uh, as well, we kind of missed out on Twitter Tuesday, but if you'd like, hashtag it Twitter Tuesday. Again, send it to those uh, aforementioned Twitter tags and tell us what your number one memory of Alex Smith will be outside of the injury and the comeback. What else stands out to you over the last three years? So hit us up at DHarrison82, at WrestleMania621, at Locked WFT Pod. All right. For David, uh, again, we hope he feels better. I'm Chris. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading and leaving a, a review and rating and spreading the word and doing all that. We hope you enjoy the show. And please keep coming back for much more content throughout the year and the off season. And thanks to our sponsors, Bet Online and Built Bar, on this particular episode. That's going to do it for us. Have a great rest of your day. Adios, this is the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.